Hi, and welcome to the 27th episode of the Transclusive Podcast. And today's special guest is Jen Moore. And today we're going to be talking about laser hair removal and Jen's new business. So hi, Jen. Welcome. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Pleased to so, be here. How's it going? Because you, last time we spoke, I think it was January this year. Mm-hmm. So it's been quite a while. And you were teaching then, physics teacher, I believe. I was, yes. So now you've had this massive change in career. I have. I had a massive life change, so I thought I'd may as well change everything. We may as well. Why not? (laughs) But, yeah, it was um, basically came down to um, I really I've been teaching for 26 years. Um, I was had a needed change. Um, And also, since I came out at school um unfortunately a fair few malicious complaints coming in from parents um completely uh proven to be untrue um but it was getting to the point where i was think going into work thinking uh, uh what's the complaint going to be today um so i just decided right it's really is time for a change yeah so rather than try continuously fighting spurious cases you thought you'd Pack it all in. Yeah. Go and do something a bit more, I don't know, interesting and hopefully profitable. Yeah, both of those and uh, to just help um, fellow trans people. Yeah. So why did you, why did you call it the idea of laser hair removal? Um, well, when I was going through mine, I remember when I first went for laser hair removal, um, I don't know how you felt about it, but I certainly felt very nervous because oh, you yeah. were going to cis people. You never knew how they were going to react to, because they always asked why you were going to do it. Um, and yeah, okay, you could say, like, give, make some excuse, but, you know, I, I was quite open about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really want to have to lie about it. So there was a couple of places I went to which were charged an earth for for now I find out not particularly good treatment. Um, and um, I just thought, you know what? It was meant when I was and when I did actually find somebody really good um, uh, who treated me with respect and um, didn't make any judgments. Um, it was a, a sort of breath of breath of fresh air. It was someone I, where I could go um, and I could be me. Uh, didn't matter what I looked like at the time um so you know i stuck with her um and over the time that i've been going to this person she's become more of a friend as well yeah um, and she suggested because I, I told her about what was happening at work and all that sort of stuff um and she suggested why don't you do this um because surely there are trans women out there who feel the same as you who haven't found people who are understanding or non-judgmental. Um, and I'm sure they'd rather have a fellow trans woman doing their treatment because it's someone, one, they can relate to, two, they know they're not going to be judged or um, made feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a great idea. Um, not only a good business idea, but some way of, a way of giving something back to the community. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've struggled to find a laser hair treatment place that, that, that I'm comfortable with. I, I tried I tried one in Manchester, a very well known one, mm-hmm. which was really good, and I had proper facial laser and body laser, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was really good. You know, I had I think I had eight sessions on my face, an additional eight sessions on my body, and it basically removed pretty much all the black hairs. Much more successful on the body than the face. Mm. Um, and then later on, I went to a place that did electrolysis. And she treated my, she was trans too, and she treated my face. And it, it, yeah, got some got some good results, but it's really slow progress with, with electrolysis, as you know. Yeah. Um, and then that that kind of got stopped because COVID came along and treatments were, some weeks we could, some weeks we couldn't. It was all based on what was going on with COVID at the time. Yeah. And then I, I eventually got some funding through NHS, through the GIC, and went to a third place where it was electrolysis, but they also offer laser. So I'm now getting kind of laser when I need it. Mm-hmm. I've got some black hairs come back and getting electrolysis for the rest. But I think what, you, you know, what you're saying about finding someone who you can trust and who is you know respectful of the fact that you're trans, I think that's really important. You, you do need to feel comfortable in those kind of situations. Well, yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of clients at the moment, one of whom has told me some fair horror stories, um, insisted on knowing their dead name. Um, Yeah, and then continuously misgendering them, um, which is why they're now coming to me. Um, And, you know, I've heard quite a few of those stories. That's, yeah, that's horrendous. Yeah. Um, And it's just, it's not on, um, which is, you know, why... I, I am starting to get more and more clients um, because they've they've had that treatment. Yeah. So what 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 treatments are you offering? Is it is it just laser, or are you doing electrolysis as well? No, we I don't do electrolysis. Um, but but uh, the laser is extremely effective. The modern machines now. I mean, I I bought a machine that now is basically the the very latest. It, it came out this year. Uh, German made. Um, be careful. I've got to say to people, be careful of going somewhere. Find out where the machine was made before you even go there. Ask them um, because you get a lot of cheap machines from China. Um, I'm quite regularly inundated by messages from people um, over uh, Twitter and, and WhatsApp saying, do you want to buy one of our machines? It's only £6,000 to do this, that, the other. Um, <clears throat> and it's they are rubbish. Um, and which is when people buy these machines and they offer this, this service, um, is why they don't get particularly good results. Because they've bought a, a machine that's just a cheap, nasty machine. Yeah, so just just kind of ballpark figure, how much is a decent laser machine? Uh, between twenty five and thirty thousand uh, pounds for a decent one. Um, there are machines out there that would cost um, forty to fifty thousand. Um, you, you've really got to do your research. Um, because there are some reputable companies that I won't mention the names of that basically overcharge. Um, the machine I have, um, they would probably have charged me to between ten and fifteen thousand pounds more for um, than than the, where I bought it from. Um, and I bought it in this country, and I know the people who I bought it from extremely well. 
um, so I know that I've got a very efficient and good machine. Um, and that was something that I, I wanted to make sure of when I started the business because, you know, I want to see effective results for people. Yeah, I mean, it's important to have decent equipment. I mean, do you just have, is it just one machine you have? It is, but it does three things in one. Okay. Um, so we do the, the laser hair removal with a diode, um, okay. which is the most effective way of doing laser. I get quite often asked, well, do you do IPL or is it diode? It's always diode. I would never use IPL for uh, uh, hair removal. Um, there are quite a few salons that still do mm-hmm. um, because probably they don't want to put the investment into um more expensive machines. Um, I also do um, tattoo removal, which I use uh, an ND YAG laser for. Um, And I do do use IPL for face rejuvenation. So basically that just makes, basically uh, promotes the uh, healthier skin and rejuvenation of your skin. Um, And that is basically, it's, it's very good for that but I would never, ever use it for hair removal now. So but your machine does all, all three things? Yeah, it all does three, all three things, yeah. Right, yeah, because I, as far, I'm, I'm sure you're aware there's always been this kind of discussion amongst the trans community around which is better, mm. IPL, laser, or electrolysis, and there's always, always been a bit kind of, well, we don't really know. And, um, you know, some people swear blindly it's only do electrolysis. Some people swear blindly, you know, never do. IPL. Mm. Um, I've I've tried laser and electrolysis, both good results from both. Yeah. So, yeah, you sound like you're in the same boat as me now. Well, yeah. I mean, I I had IPL. The first laser session I ever had was IPL. Um, um, how was that? I'll, I don't think the person operating it really knew how to do it mm. um, because I came out with quite a horrendous reaction on my face, on my neck. Okay. Right. And when I went to the second person, um, she couldn't actually treat my neck for a couple of months because it was such so bad. Wow. Um, and um, it was because it was IPL. Um, yeah. It had been set too high. Um, but And the results for hair removal were not? No, it, it, it takes a lot longer. I mean, I'm sure you know. Um, I don't know if you've been in the situation, but the vast majority of trans women I've, women I've ever met have bought a home IPL laser hair removal system for Philips or whatever. No, I actually, I actually have not done that. You, I think you may be an exception to the rule because <laughs> every so far, everyone I've spoken to has. Um, and I say to them, look, it, it, you shouldn't use it on your face anywhere. Uh, these home ones. Um, and they're really not going to do you much justice. Um, and you can pay hundreds of pounds for these. Um, yeah, I've always kind of stayed away from those because I've always been very sceptical around what they can actually do, those home those home. Yeah, ones. and quite rightly so. Um, I do have a friend who, who says that it does make some difference, and I'm sure it does, but it's not going to be the same difference as if you go and pay. Go into a professional place and get it. Yeah, quite. Um, with diode laser, it's more of a, it's a, a more up-to-date technology. Um, I mean, I'll give you an example. The machine that I bought is got a cooling system on it to, um, ease the discomfort. Um, which basically if you, you switch on for more than 30 seconds, um, the head freezes 
for and takes all the moisture out of the air and all the condensation and just it freezes on the handle um or on the the head of the the laser um which means that basically it takes all the heat out uh from your skin so there's far less chance of getting burned um i mean if you do it right if you get the right uh, settings um and anybody who actually has been trained properly should do um uh, so it just makes it a far more comfortable experience yeah i remember when i was having laser the machine had a kind of a second head that was blowing freezing cold air on your face at the same time as doing the laser. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that does take away the, the heat instantly and the pain. Yeah. I mean, on the face, um, everybody, it's going to hurt because you've got so... It does. It really does hurt. Yeah. Um, it gets... Because you've got the, that coarse hair and there's a lot of it when you first start, it gets easier as you go along because there are less uh hair follicles um but it it is i mean i've i've got a couple of uh, uh clients who um when i first did it on them and i i warned them um i basically sort of gel them up with uh numbing cream beforehand um and they I go my god you were right that did hurt yeah and there's certain there's certain spots where it really hurts yeah so just under the nose yeah, extremely yeah. painful. Mm-hmm. Just around the sides, the corners of your lips, yeah. really painful there. Yeah, and then I also, I also, I also find it really painful, kind of just below the ears. Yeah, some people neck, do around yeah. that area. Mm. And then there's other spots where I just don't feel it at all. It's like, mm. Mm. Yeah, so it it really depends on everybody. You know, everybody's different. And, it, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know what? The results can be so good. Um, what am I? clients came back after their first session um when i asked how it had been uh she said i've now lost my five o'clock shadow uh i this is after one treatment um i the hair is taking longer to grow back now Mm -hmm. um and it's not growing as much yeah i think once you get to that stage where you've lost any kind of five o'clock shadow you may have had And you know you 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 kind of you, you look your skin looks healthy and your your confidence kind of really mm, exactly grows and, at that point because you know if you, you can imagine if you're out out and about you don't you don't want to be having a five o'clock shadow starting to appear yeah. after you've been out for a few hours I mean that's that's a bit of a embarrassing and horrible thing to happen exactly yeah so yeah I mean the so, the sooner you can. I would say get into treatment, mm. get started, whatever way you do it. You know, you yeah. will feel you will feel those your confident boost. Yeah, but I mean, she after what just one session, she'd found yeah. that. Mm. Um, I mean, I do have to say to people, look, you will see a big difference after the first one, um, but it's not that it's doing any less, but you won't notice as much change. Well, I mean, after three, you should start noticing a, a difference because your hair grows in stage three stage yeah. cycles, so yeah. monthly cycles. So I treat somebody once a month. So after three months, they will start to see a difference. After six months, um, they really should it should be noticeable. Yeah, I think um, by by six months, I was, com- you know, all the dark hairs mm, were gone, mm. just left with quite a few white ones. Yeah. I mean, when I, I've had in total 12 sessions um, on my face um, and 
I mean, the last one was a couple of weeks ago, um, and it was really just to take care of the last few under my nose mm-hmm. um, and just below my lip. Um, so, you know, I'm, I've been pretty much, I'm, I don't think I've shaved on a regular basis for over 18 months. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is with the older version of the machine that I have. Right. So um, it's been really good. You know, people do say with laser, it can, it can come back. It's not 100% um, permanent removal. It is in the vast majority of cases. But just like electrolysis, when you get hormonal changes, um, it can mean that you will get new hair growth. So yeah. the new hair growth for laser or electrolysis, if the hair, or if, if it's dead, it's dead. Um, you know, it's not like a zombie going to come straight back to life. Um, but you can get zombie new hair has. growth. Yeah, you can get new hair growth. Um, and basically uh, what I'll say to my clients is, right, once you're done and you have lost the vast majority of your hair, um, then you may have to come back once a year for a top up. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's pretty much permanent. I mean, the vast majority of people will see, um, you know, a very high percentage of hair not regrowing. Um, you usually get with the vast majority of people at least 90% reduction. Um, and it's usually down, the, the other 10% is usually down to the fact that it's white hair. Yeah, so any any kind of regrowth or, you know, the straddlers, yeah. if, if they're suitable for laser, you can probably continue with laser for a while. Yeah, definitely. Or you might have to go and have some electrolysis as well. Yeah, yeah. And I quite often say to people with a mixture of, say, dark hair and white hair, yeah. come to laser first. Because yeah. that is a far more effective and cheap way of doing it. And quicker. And quicker. And then for the white hairs, then go and pay for the white hairs to be removed. Yeah. So get as much as you can get rid of using laser yeah. and then yeah. move on to it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what, that's basically what I did. Mm. Still doing. Yeah. So so what is the new business called then? What's the name of your new, of your new It's venture? called Transform Laser Hair and Tattoo Removal. Right, and you're based in Soho in, in London? Yeah, yep, Soho, Silver Place in London. Um, I on, man, give us the address for those listeners. Seven Silver Place, okay. uh, Soho. Um, and I'm based within a shop called The Face Clinic. Right. Um, and basically, if there's anything that's like get other skin things you want to do, they're the people to see. And you can get it all out of the way in one visit. So are you, do you own the business outright or are you working with other people in the same? Well, I own my business, but I okay. just rent um, a sal- part of the salon from them. Um, okay. So that makes it a lot cheaper because you're not yeah. paying for the entire building kind of thing. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So you've just got like an area within their business. Yeah, I've got business. a lovely little treatment room, which is all right. spotless. And uh, apart from that, it's a completely separate business. But I do have a sign in the window for people coming along if they want to. Uh, and then I do have a sign in the window for the transform and laser hair and tattoo removal. Within. Yeah. Okay. So th- let's talk about um, what kind of training and kind of licensing do you need to do what you do? Well, um, the training, you need at least a level four um, in laser hair removal. And same for tattoo. 
Um, and once you've done that, then you are qualified to be let loose on the public. Once you, and how long does it take to get that qualification? It's for the, um, you work at your own pace for the, um, the peer or the uh, academic side of it, mm-hmm. where you have to obviously understand um, different conditions of the skin um, and even just basic physiology and anatomy. Yeah. Um, and then you do some practical training with the actual people who run it. Well, that's how it worked for me anyway, uh, before you can get your qualification. Um, so they want to see that you're safe using the laser. Um, they want to know that you are going to do a proper job with it and you're not going to be um, dangerous by you know any of the your, your working practices. Um, more, most of the time you do get your training from um, the person who is selling you the um, machine. Yeah, they'll give you the training in how to use the equipment, yeah. but you also need to do your level four. Yeah. Kind of before you get to that stage, I guess. Yeah. Um, but be careful, I would say, again, be careful of um, certain companies who will um, give say they're going to give you training um, and that they'll give you this qualification. I know of one um, who I've had to go and actually retrain the people um, because when they did the uh, course, they did the academic side. And when the person came to actually do the practical side, they got what they had to provide. Well, everyone has to provide their own models to do it, but they had one model. Um, there was two people training, so they literally got virtually no practical um, training on the machine because there weren't enough people to do that. When I did mine, it was just me, and I did three people in one, just the one training session, and then more in the following training sessions. Um, <clears throat> and I know the, the the people who were running this business, and they are so um, they're really not confident in doing this process. And I've had to go over there and actually say, right, this is what you need to do. I've provided them with different paperwork because it's more um, it's safer um and more instruction um and data and data so that they can actually offer a safe um service traditionally the the level four qualification is that is that something that's offered through um you know the traditional kind of route into working in a beauty salon um to be fair, I mean, because I knew the people who was do, were doing this and they have a separate company for uh, training and so on, um, I just went straight through them. Um, but vast majority of these qualifications, um, you usually, I mean, you can look on the internet and there will be um, advertising disqualification. So local, local colleges... I've not seen local colleges do it. It's usually people who've been in, or in the business. Um, okay. I mean, I'm looking to do that as well um, and train people to do it because obviously I've been through it myself. I've got some experience now um, and being a teacher for the 20 odd years that I've done it. Yeah, so um, you probably know about the teaching side of things quite well. Yeah, um, so I'm qualified to be able to do that. Um, and basically, I know that some courses, they, they can range from the poor ones, which are a few hundred pounds, and it's a case of getting what you pay for uh, in, in some respect 
to decent ones that are around 13 1400 pounds for the training mm-hmm. um uh, to very high-end cost ones which are over 2000 which really you don't need to be paying that much they're just you know kicking the bucks out of, out of the price yeah so for someone who's looking for treatment what would you recommend that they look for in a provider in terms of qualifications right at least a level four in laser hair removal mm-hmm. um there is a level five as well which i'm actually looking at doing myself because yeah. i basically want to be the best i can be yeah this. um and the level five is literally it is all uh, academic there's no training involved in that because it is just understanding more about reactions in skin and sorts so of things. possible what can go wrong yeah yeah um which just makes me better at what i do yeah um i've never actually had any problems so um i just i just want to know uh, i'm curious yeah well, i mean it's it's good to get you know more education in it you know, yeah of. right um so they need to be looking at that uh, what qualifications they, uh, that the practitioner has. They need to look at what machine they're using, make sure it's not IPL that they're using. Yeah, so proper, removal. good quality laser machine. Yeah, so a diode laser machine um, and ask where it's from, where it was made. If it was made from China, run like, the you know, run away quickly. Um, basically, the better ones are from either the UK or Germany, um, in fact, most come from Germany because for some reason they're known for their engineering, aren't they? So um, I would, I can't see on on the recording what companies to actually avoid. Yeah, other other laser machines are available. Are available. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what they need to be looking at, um, and someone with a little bit of experience. Perfect sense. Yeah. What about insurance? Do you do you have to carry a certain kind of special insurance for doing laser? I do. Yeah. Um. I I have specific insurance, public sort of liability insurance for laser and tattoo removal. Um. So basically, you know, if somebody, God forbid, that I did make a horrendous mistake, which I'm, I don't, and I never have. Um. But I am covered for that. So then, like, there's there's liabilities there for up to a million quid. Um, yeah, so that's like a third-party insurance kind of yeah, policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liability. I mean, accidents do happen. I know somebody who's been in the business 20-odd years. Um, they accidentally um, just brushed a tattoo that the client had, um, so it took some of the pigment out, and they just paid for, the, for that part to be redone. Um, it does sometimes, unfortunately, happen with the most experienced people, but you know, not very often. Let, let's just talk about how you set the business up. Um, you know, we, we've we already mentioned the high cost of them, some of the equipment. Mm, but yeah. um, what, how did you go about doing that? Well, um, I did look at a startup loan. Unfortunately, because at the time I didn't have a lot of experience uh, doing it, uh, the, they advised me to actually go and get some more experience to uh, before they gave me money. So... I ended up, unfortunately, setting it all up on credit cards. <laughs> which you took, was, a, took a big risk then, didn't you? Well, yeah, exactly. But I knew um, that it would eventually pick up and, get, yeah. you know, and, and I could make a good living out of it. Um, but basically what you need to do is just find somewhere, uh, look at um, 
what's around you, what the competition is, um, why you're doing it. Um, I mean, I, I decided to do it as a, for the reasons I've said earlier, mm-hmm. um, to provide a, a non-judgmental service for people and, and one that wasn't basically ripping them off. Um, and so, but if you're looking for that, look at the prices, look around, um, you know, there, there's quite, certainly in London, there's quite a lot of competition. Yeah, especially in, I guess, in the area you're working in, mm. Soho. I mean, there's probably a lot of places there, I would think. Yeah, there are about eight sort of other hair removal places within my sort of immediate area. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you've got to basically be sort of confident that you're going to sort of get the business. Um, I am because I don't sort of kick the backside out of the prices. Um, I want to try and make an affordable service for everybody and especially people like me, especially trans women. Um, yeah. it's, it isn't a cheap process, um, but it's a very high um, overheads. So people do have to, cheer, to, to charge a certain amount. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to make a living. I mean, I, I have had people say to me, God damn me, that's, that's expensive. And I'm like, well, actually, no, it's not. When you consider- I mean, typically just, you know, prices, you know, we're talking £100 an hour. Well, yeah, kind of range, aren't we? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, it, I, I will do a face for less than a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then again, you know, I, I do a full body for less than two hundred pounds. And you offer kind of packages as well. Yeah, yeah. So if you wanted to buy like sort of eight sessions um, of laser hair removal, um, I would do that. Or for for full body anyway, um, I would do that for sort of less than 1400 pounds mm. which is a really good value actually yeah. uh, within the industry anyway um <clears throat> excuse me and you know i, I even try and do starter pr- uh, packages for people um, yeah so you've got i mean i guess you've got a full range of packages and prices on your website yeah i have yeah but i mean i even i i advertise on ebay um, so that can, people can pay through PayPal, um, right. PayPal credit, so they can get 12 months interest free. So if you go to PayPal and just type in hair removal, transform laser hair, um, then they will come up with that and they can do it through PayPal um, and apply for credit and it's interest free. All right. So um, you, can, you can kind of spread the cost using a credit yeah, agreement yeah, um, yeah, and I'm trying to get it so that I can offer that on my website. Um, you know, but you've got to be in business a certain amount of time before you yeah. can do that. Um, but you know, startups are startup packages. I mean, I'll do five sessions for full body top to toe for 700 pounds. Um, that means people can actually get it started and then save up for the rest. Yeah. So, I mean, amongst, I, I guess you, you kind of main target, uh, client base, obviously transgender community yeah yeah. and you offer the service to anybody who is seeking hair removal yeah or tattoo removal it's not just for transgender people it's it's very much anybody wants it yeah it's very much for everyone but i mean i i I did start it with transgender people in mind or even just well lgbtqi plus people in mind yeah because you can offer that I guess that additional knowledge and experience of, you know, because you trans yourself and as, as to what people need and some of the kind of specific, I guess, you know, circumstances that we face 
Yeah, because it's quite it's quite different to, I guess, what other people would need. Well, yeah, and and it's quite it's quite amazing that the, the similar conversation I've had with ooh, probably a half a dozen clients um, when they've come in and they, they don't have the experience, they've either just decided to transition. So they like probably a lot of us when we started, we didn't know anything how to go about the process and it took a little bit of time to find out and mm-hmm. have the sort of confidence to ask people um but when they come in it'll be like oh i can't possibly wait for this amount of time blah 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 i'll go you don't have to this is the way to do it quicker yeah and what you're referring to there is the gic funded route i, I presume yes yeah. yeah um so i'll say to them right okay if you want to get started on your hormones you need to do this go with this place um, and then get in touch with these people who, right, and I'm, I talk about Trans Plus. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, say, right, okay, just get registered with them. Um, because once you're on their books, that will sort of shave years off your waiting time. Yeah. Um, and I've had that conversation, like I say, half a dozen times. And they're, they, they just look so relieved, you know. Um, and in fact, I was talking, I spent an hour on the phone to a lady um, the other night who she is 60, um, always known she was trans since she was four years old. And she is now, because she, her wife passed away, now she just wants to get on with it, live the rest of her life the way she feels she should have. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to start with her. She has mobility problems. So it's going to take me a little bit more time for her treatment. But that's just part of it. I mean, so as part of the treatment, you can also offer these other kind of bits of uh, super important knowledge. Well, exactly. And I spent an hour on the phone with her um, and she just said, thank you for being a nice human being. Yeah. Which, that's nice. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm just like helping you. It's not like yeah. anything, you know. Um and it was, and it wasn't for because I wanted to sell her a package. It was just that she's another human being that needed a bit of help. Yeah, so. no, that's, that's great to hear. So we've we've spoken about tattoo removal, mm. hair removal, and you also do skin rejuvenation. Yeah, that's basically the 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 only good thing that IPL is, or the the only thing that IPL is good for. To be fair um as i said it's all technology it doesn't it's not particularly effective getting rid of hair but it does rejuvenate the skin so it promotes um healthier skin it promotes um collagen um it you know, it's just it just make it and it, it can help with pigmentation as well so that's kind of like a probably a useful thing to have mm. once you've finished all your hair removal treatment yeah a bit of ipl yeah. to kind of yeah, you I need to yourself after all the pain. Well, yeah, and I, I actually need to do a little bit of that um, because I've got a little different bit of pigmentation on my neck. So um, I'll be treating myself for probably next week. I mean, other other treatments are available. They certainly are. Yeah. Um, and you also offer um, hair re- re- rejuvenation. I do. Nail uh, pattern balding. Which yeah. Is yeah it it sounds like a bit of a contradiction in terms of what the business is but um by basically micro infusing um different solutions into the the scalp um Mm -hmm. so basically you just 
you massage this, this solution into your scalp, you infuse it with the micro-needling pen, um, it promotes hair growth, uh, new hair growth, um, and you basically get the client to take biotin supplements at the same time. And we've seen some good results from it, um, far better than some of the um, products that are available over the counter at your local pharmacist. Yes, um, I think we've all tried those and yep. with uh, varying results. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, we sort of do that for treatments for, for £200, which, you know, or if you wanted a single one, 60 But, you know, you, and that it would take more than four treatments to get really good results. But it, for, in my case, I, I basically get um, a colleague of mine to do that on me because I, I know it's going to be worth the money. So, that, I mean, I guess we've covered all the kind of um, the basics of what you do in the business that you, you run there, but how's it going? I mean, how is the business going? Well, it's a new business. You've been doing it for how long now? Uh, four months. Four months. Um, yeah. Um, it's, 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 a, it's getting known is the, the biggest thing. Um, I mean, if you go to my website, uh, transformlaser.uk, um, you'll see that, you know, there's, there's a fair few reviews on there. Um, thankfully, all, all positive and, and glowing. Um, so the customers are happy that are coming to me, um, but it's just getting established and getting known. Yeah, and it's still, it's still, I guess it's still early days, four months. It's not long, is it? Yeah. Um, at the moment, you know, I, obviously I'm doing everything I can to get more people in, uh, get more sort of uh, established. Um, for example, I, I mean, I, I give out about 700 flyers at Trans Pride, um, which surprisingly I didn't get a huge amount of response from. Uh, but it's probably things that most of the time the people you're giving the leaflets to have already had treatments. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so you, yeah. you need to find the people who are yeah. maybe just kind of at the stage where they need to start having treatment. Yeah, um, but you it's know, very it's a very competitive area too. You know, it is. Yeah, um, and it's not just. I mean, if people don't know about you, they don't know that your prices are better, and they don't know who you are. Uh, it's 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 a lot of word of mouth. It really is. Good. Yeah, and are are you tied in with the NHS in any way yet? Unfortunately, not. Um, as soon as I get a client that has that NHS funding, then I can get registered with them. Because when you go to, or when you're offered this NHS funding, you are able to choose who you want to be your provider. And then as the provider, you have to be registered with the local NHS. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if they choose you, uh, basically I would be sent a form to fill out um, just to um, see what my qualifications are, right. qualifications and so on. Um, I'd be asked how much I think the treatment's going to cost. Yeah. Um, and then basically that's it. It's done. You can come yeah. to me and uh, you so get... Some, some of these newer GICs, like the, the pilot scheme GICs, I think there's one in London, not far from you. Yeah. I mean... It's around the corner, yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there's an opportunity to kind of work with them, I guess. Well, unfortunately, um, because they're an NHS service, um, I, it has to be someone actually asking me to do it and for me to be registered with them. Right, so somebody who's with that GIC, yeah. a pilot could come to you and then get you could get yourself set up. Yeah, um, so, and then it would be, I'd be laughing for that. Yeah, that'd be much better, wouldn't it? Yeah, 
Um, I know speaking to those people, um, the a lot of the um, people who work there would love to be able to give my cards out to people. Yeah, because I, I feel as though there's a real kind of what's missing in, in this business is people like you who are, you know, have trans experience, you know, the, the trans themselves, they yeah. know what's involved, they've been through it themselves, and they can give that to the, the clients, that information. And, you know, it's, it's a really kind of good way to support your clients because you've got yeah. other other kind of bits of knowledge to yeah. help them along the way. I mean, I, I think I think it's really missing in some of the treat some of the services that are out there. Mm. You know, they don't really offer everything that our community needs. No, and unfortunately under NHS rules, they're not actually allowed to um have my leaflets or my business right. card yeah. on display. Yeah. Um, which would be really brilliant because not just for me, for the people who need the treatment. Um so, you know, that's unfortunate. Um, because when I set up the business, I actually thought, right, I'll put it next round the corner from that particular um, organization, yeah. that building, yeah. because I yeah. thought, well, you know, if, the, if somebody's up getting their medication or an appointment, they can just come around the corner to me. Well, they could still come to you oh, yeah. regardless privately. Yeah, yeah, they could come to me regardless privately, yeah. yeah. Um, and quite a few of the stuff there said, look, you know, really, you are needed. You, uh, you will get busy because of the huge amount of people yeah. Um, on our books, we know you will, but we unfortunately can't promote you. Yeah, I think it's just a case of getting yourself set up with the NHS and then you can yeah. be an, an official um, provider of said service. Yeah, and that would be brilliant. Yeah. Um, you know, because uh, people who come to you with hair for hair removal treatment are usually going to tell you a lot of different things. Um, you're sort of, a, uh, if you like, a, a therapist as well. It's funny you should mention that because I, I have a really amazing relationship with the lady who does my electrolysis. Mm. You know, she's been doing it for quite a while now. We've, we've yeah. developed this really and, and I did relationship. Well. Yeah. yeah, I did as well with the one that did mine. And it just seems like you tend to, um, if you click with them, you tend to really yeah. just tell them everything. Um, they do I mean, that like I, a therapist, it's very true. <laughs> yeah, um, and I have had counselling training, so which is one of the reasons I did counselling training, actually. Um, to do this, but um, and whilst you're having hot needles shoved in, well, not needles in your case, hot but laser, hot yeah. laser on your chin, you can also have a bit of therapy at the same time, yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, I'll always say to clients, whatever you tell me doesn't go out this room, um, it's complete confidentiality, and so you know, it's a, if, as you said, it's a secondary service if you like. Um, and I'm actually quite happy to help anyone with uh, advice on on sort of their treatments and and you know and uh, various things i'm just i'm just thinking you know i, I really struggled to find places in the beginning i eventually got a, got a kind of recommendation to go to skin for the original laser mm -hmm. and then i found the the electrolysis the two people i've seen for electrolysis basically through one was through the community and one was through the nhs mm. but other than those two I've not really come across anybody else in where I live who provides a service. It's very difficult to find people who provide electrolysis, especially mm -hmm. lasers a bit more, you know, easy to find. But even then, I don't think a lot of them have much experience with trans clients. No, I, I mean, I don't know of any other trans woman doing laser hair removal. 
Yeah, good point. Good so, point. So, you know, that's my unique USP. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hopefully that will, you know, get people coming. Um, and it's just, it's a, you know, it's, it's really lovely to be able to help people make a living, help people and just meet new people all the time. Um, you know, you, you do see some uh, very different people coming in through the doors for various yeah. reasons. So I guess what we should do then is like, anybody, if anybody comes in and says they heard this podcast on the Transclusive podcast, you can give them a little bit of discount. Uh, anybody who comes in and says that, I will give them 10% off. There you go. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. Seven silver players, transform <laughs> laser hair, tattoo removal. <laughs> uh, but with tattoo removal, I have to say, though, I mean, I get some of the common questions I get with that is um, how many sessions is it going to take? Uh, yeah, that's a big, that's a, that's a very good question. Yeah, but it's impossible to answer. Uh, yeah, it's, it's more like a, it's more like a battle of attrition, isn't it? Rather than yeah, yeah. It, it depends on how old the tattoo is, because if it's over ten years, it's very likely it's Indian ink which has been used, uh, which is a little bit harder to get rid of. It depends on the colours. It depends on the complexity of the tattoo, how big it is. So you know, you cannot possibly say how many sessions it's going to take. Uh, but people immediately expect you because. Clearly, well, I mean, you can give them kind of, it's going to take X amount, maybe. We'll, we'll see how well, it goes, kind of thing. Even, well, yes, it is, see how it goes. I mean, I always say to them, um, ask me again after you've had two sessions. Yeah, you can see some success and yeah. see what's left. Yeah, see, see how your skin's reacting. And it's again with prices. I mean, I advertise prices from £50 up for tattoo removal. Um. And again, it, it depends on size, complexity, and so on. So I can't, until I see it, I'll advertise it as from 50 or for a small tattoo, from 100 for a medium and from 140, I think it is, for a large. Um, but I really, you know, if you come and see me and you have a small tattoo, I might actually say, I'll do that for 30 quid. Because if it's really small, I'm not going to take the mick out of you and charge you like 50 pounds for three or four minutes work yeah you know yeah. um so you know it really if people come in they, they might get a nice surprise and actually so people can come in and you can do a an assessment yeah yeah i mean it does cost 25 Patch test whatever you yeah. need to do yeah i do a consultation however for laser if they appear for a package or a um treatment that's over 150 pounds they get the price of the consultation back right okay Makes sense. um for tattoo removal and for low cost treatments then i do charge that 25 pounds mainly it's because of unfortunately you do get people who if you don't charge consultation fee they just don't turn up uh yeah cancellations mm. they don't some of them don't even bother cancelling unfortunately they just don't turn up so, um, yeah, waste of time, basically. Yeah. So you could have had someone else in who would be a potential customer who does want the treatment and their time is being taken uh, by a time waster. Um, so by charging the £25 for the consultation fee, you avoid those people. And people you do make sure people show up. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and if they're, they're spending money with you, then you can always say, I'll take that consultation. Yeah, you can always take it off later. when they've. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. So it's not being money grabbing. No, 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 I understand. Um, trying to sort of weed out the, the time wasters, really. No, yeah, makes sense. Well, well, the best of luck. I hope it. I hope it flourishes, and you get lots more customers coming in. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so, uh, please, anybody um, who is cis, trans, gay, straight, I really don't care because um, there is. It's a very non-judgmental, high quality. Yes. Hair, hair is hair, and we all have it. Exactly. Uh, I do not care what you look like, what you uh, color your skin is, uh, because we can do laser on all colors of skin um so please come in and as uh, vicky said or said vicky um if you mention this podcast you will get 20 uh, sorry 10 percent oh it's gone up it's gone up no 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 10 percent. 10 percent. okay i can only be so generous <laughs> i should make my booking straight away well well crack on yes i have availability next week <laughs> <laughs> okay jen great talking Thank to you, you. Yeah, you too. I'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye for now.